0: Welcome to Coming Home, returning to the kingdom within, where liberation and redemption of self through God's word, healing, and restoration is our focus. A couple of weeks ago, I went and had my hair done. As she was styling my hair, I kept thinking, oh, I look cute. I even went as far as telling her she didn't need to cut any of my hair, that she could just put her finishing touches on it and be done. Here's the catch. I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't see how bad and incomplete I actually looked. Once I put my glasses on, I was able to see clearly the absurdity of what was being reflected back to me. This scenario was a great reminder for me of how I had been living my life. There were some things that I was doing and believing in my mind that were perfectly fine in my distorted vision, but were all wrong. I couldn't see just how damaging my actions and beliefs were to those around me or closest to me because I was so caught up in my own ego and pride. It didn't matter that I sat at a God centered mental health retreat where the counselor told me about my shame based identity and how I blame shame shifted to stay in the role of professional victim. I was a pro at walking in that identity too, and I had the audacity to believe that I was walking perfectly. So much so that after sitting with that counselor for a weekend, I came right back home and tried to pretend that I didn't know what she was talking about and justified my denial by saying, I'm not that bad. And by the way, denial is a very lonely place and will cost you everything if you don't start being honest with yourself about the truths that you know, yet pretend not to. In my attempts to play Eve, who was deceived because she believed that her, her husband, and their life together was lacking? I was so busy looking at what was on the outside and focused on what someone else had that I wanted and how they got it that I was missing out on what I already had and getting ready to throw away things that I didn't understand the value of because it didn't look the way I thought it should. I was too busy trying to find fault in others and tell them where they were wrong when I myself was just as wrong, and even more so because I was in someone else's business trying to clean up their life when my own life was a disaster. Shortly after coming to this realization, God led me to Matthew chapter 7 verses 3 through 5, which states, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. God had just thoroughly checked and convicted me. Here it is, I'm using a magnifying glass to see the speck in someone else's eye and I'm the one looking crazy with the 2x4 sticking out of mine. And woe to the person who tried to tell me about myself before I was ready to deal with my own mess because I had an arsenal of emotional and mental defensive tactics I used to get them off my back. But when you think about it, don't we all have our own 2x4s to deal with? How often do we sit and judge the people around us or those we claim to love the most for something small that we take and try to magnify into this great injustice when it's nothing in comparison to what we do to ourselves and others while using our flawed reasoning to justify why the way we're doing it is right and they were wrong? I know I have. While standing on my soapbox telling whoever would listen to me, just so I could receive finesse support because I'm telling a biased story that's in my favor. I couldn't allow myself to run from the truth anymore. I had two options. I could either continue to tell myself the story that I'm not that bad and live in a world of illusions and continue to blame my past in this world for my inability to succeed. Or, I could take my power back that I laid at the feet of whoever walked by, put on my grown-up pants, and walk my journey from the garden to the cross. I chose the latter. I had to put on my spiritual glasses and really see what was in my heart that was causing that two-by-four to grow in my eye. The Word tells us that as a person thinks in their heart, so is he or she. In my heart, I believed that I didn't have any value or worth. I had an expectation in my heart of failure, disappointment, and trauma. And as I believed in my heart, I let that thought take root in my mind until it created the world that I saw through that two by four. But it was all a lie. A distraction of the enemy that I gave into at a young age until the day when I stopped running and responded to God who was saying to me, Where are you? Put on your glasses so you can see. The journey back from that place to my redemption promised by the cross has been marked with a river of tears. I've made amends to people that I've hurt, and I've forgiven the offenses, both real and perceived, committed against me so that I can stand in the fullness of who I am meant to be. But this is not a one time journey. No. This journey from the garden to the cross is one that we walk daily as the temptations are always there. You see, the garden is our past and the cross is our future. We live every day walking in the present, being aware in the middle because that is where our responsibility of our personal redemption lies. There is no one coming to do it for you. You have been listening to Coming Home, Returning to the Kingdom Within. Join me every other Monday night for new episodes and questions that help guide you back to the person God created you to be.